0: Exactly. <laughs> Who the devil are you? Don't panic. Just come up with a good story. My name is Mr. Burns. Excellent. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome to another wonderful episode of Hello, Mr. Burns, a Simpsons research podcast designed to help you win pub trivia. And... um actually, coincidentally, the more I think about it, you know, that scene from Billy Madison, where he says that like everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to you. I'm hoping that doesn't happen, but we'll see because today's episode is probably one of the, um, is probably a little lighter on the useful information front and is just an opportunity for me to rant about how, Poorly written this episode was. So in case you haven't guessed, today's episode is not my favorite episode of The Simpsons. Maybe it's because I have absolutely no feelings towards baseball or um, that I think that baseball is quite a boring sport unless you're playing it, or that I'm just baffled by the fact that every single baseball player I've ever seen looks like they're wearing a nappy. It might be all those reasons, or it might just be because this is a boring episode. And um, as we'll discuss later, the writer's had the same sentiment about this one. Anyway, but I won't let my biased opinions come in and ruin this episode for you guys. I promise. So today's episode is season two, episode five, Dancing Homer. And in this quick little rundown, we're going to have a look at the baby elephant song, the 1962 film, Hatari, and the man, the myth, the legend, Marvin Gaye. And he's a performance at the 1983 All-Stars Performance Game. All righty-roo, let's do a quick episode synopsis. Ah, well, if it isn't the simps. Uh, uh, Simpson sir. One night, while drinking beer at Moe's tavern, Homer tells the story of his big break. Half in the capital city. Oh, Barney. Come on, Homer, we're dying of curiosity. Look, there's only one thing worse than being a loser. It's being one of those guys who sits in a bar telling the story of how he became a loser. And I never want that to happen to me. Please, Homer. Yeah, come on, Homer. Well, okay. It all started on nuclear plant employees, spouses, and no more than three children night down at Springfield Stadium. The family decides to go to a baseball game hosted by the Springfield Power Plant. Homer gets stuck sitting next to Mr. Burns, and the two bond in the only way that I know possible. They get drunk and cause a scene. Uh, What do you say we freshen up our little drinky poos? Don't mind if I do. When the team is losing, Homer decides to jump up and he starts to rile up the crowd by dancing to the Baby Elephant song. What's wrong with you people? Let's show some spirit! Come on, get up! Your team needs you! Come on! And I got up in front of him. He does such hard. a good job that he gets headhunted by the owner of the baseball team in the crowd, and he gets hired as the Springfield Isotopes' new mascot. Thanks to Homer's dancing, for the first time ever, the Isotopes start winning. Homer gets more and more famous as the mascot, and the team keeps winning. And eventually, he gets promotion, and he's allowed to become the mascot for the Capital City Capitals. It's an interesting name, actually, isn't it? Capital City Capitals. Very hard to say. The Simpsons end up moving to Capital City, but after Homer fails to entrance the crowd, they pack up their bags and they move back to Springfield. The episode ends with Homer finishing the story in the pub, with all the other barflies encouraging him to tell it again. So, that's it. The costume's buried now. As my son would say, I'm one sad, ape like dude. Wow! wow what a hey, you guys are hanging out my every word i become the center of attention. Yeah, it's riveting. Tell it again, Homer. Okay. I wonder why stories of degradation and humiliation make you more popular. I don't know. They just do. Executive producer James L. Brooks came up with the idea of having Moe's Tavern as a wraparound at the beginning and the end of the episode, basically because the writers told him that they're really struggling to end the episode properly. So... I guess that kind of gives you an idea of how poorly I believe this episode was written. This is one of those episodes that to me feels kind of like a nothing episode. And I hate saying that about something that I love as much as The Simpsons, but it really does. And the fact that James L. Brooks said that the writers were literally like, how the hell do we start and finish it? And they just threw this together. It actually reminds me of, um, I'm not, oh gosh, off the top of my head, I'm going to have to look it up. But there was an episode in the later seasons where they had like a cute little clip and it was like the Flanders show, like everybody loves Ned Flanders. That that was also used because the um, writers were really struggling to fill. I think it was like the two minutes left in the episode. So it kind of feels like Dancing Homer has the same kind of vibe. As a side note, singer Tony Bennett guest stars as himself in this episode. Did the team ask you to dress like that, Homer? Nope, this was my own bright idea. All righty, Rue, let's get into some quotables of Notable in this episode. Um, straight away, Baby Elephant song, possibly the most iconic little jingle I've ever heard. We're going to talk about that later. But uh, quotables of Notable and moments that you might have missed, but you need to rewatch. is um, At the baseball game at the start, Bart sees one of the players and he calls out and asks him to sign his baseball. And the player says no. Lousy. This is what happens next. Who does he think he is? What's the matter, boy? He wouldn't sign my ball. Well, he's a fine role model. Bart, give me that ball. Hey, Flash, check out the mature quail heading this way. Well, hey there, little lady. What can Flash do for you? Here you go, Bart. Hmm, Springfield Cozy Court Motel, room twenty-six. How about it? Flash. Wow. Flash Baylor came onto my wife. Okay. So this moment with the baseball, um, you know what? There's not a lot of content in this episode. So I'm going to tell you a personal anecdote. So many, many, many moons ago, I was working on a movie set over in India. And, um, we had like a cast and crew party one night. So we're at the bar on the location and me being me was forcing everyone to do shots. There was an Indian actor there who is, a bit of a D list actor. So he and I were doing tequila shots. Um, and I'll say this now, he's probably about 65 and I know his daughter, so you can see where this is going. So he went to the bathroom and I was still at the bar and his manager came over and was like, go quick. He's waiting in his room. He's ready. Go, go. Now's your chance. And, um, I was like, what? And she's like, yeah, yeah, go, go, go. Like he didn't go to the bathroom, went to his room and was trying to like push his room card onto me. And that kind of surprised me. Anyway, so the next day I called up my boyfriend and told him like, yo, this this happened last night. Like they tried to set me up with this actor. And my boyfriend at the time was outraged. He was furious and um, very disappointed in me because he said like, that's so insulting. Um, That actor is a D-lister. You could do so much better. So it was a bit weird, right? Sorry, back to quotables and votable. The last one, actually, I can't give you audio, so that's fine. Um, it's just at the baseball game when Homer's on the jumbo screen and he's waving and calling out to everyone, and they kind of zoom in down and his flies open. And it's a cute moment. Helen, I'm in a Caribbean mood tonight. How about giving me baby elephant walk with a little reggae kind of beat? Alright, so as I said, my favorite part of this episode is this one little jangle, and that is the baby elephant walk. <laughs> was a song that was composed in 1961 by Henry Mancini for the 1962 film called Hatari. There were actually lyrics written for the song but they weren't included in the film version and I had a bit of trouble trying to track them down. The tune was written for an impromptu scene in the movie Hatari in which Dallas, one of the lead characters, is leading three baby elephants to a waterhole to bathe. Hatari! Which has an exclamation mark at the end. Hatari! Um, sorry, that would have really blown out your eardrums. So the film Hatari gets its name from the Swahili word for danger. It's a 1962 American adventure romantic comedy that was starring John Wayne as the leader of a group of professional game catchers in Africa. So this movie would not be allowed to be made today because it's, um, yeah, it's a little bit problematic. It's all, you know, um, in the way that they have wild animals running through supermarkets, and what I found out is that all of the animal captures in the film um, were performed by the actors themselves. They didn't get any stunt men or any animal handers. And the reason for this was they wanted to make it look as natural as possible. But unfortunately what happened is that a lot of animals were injured or traumatized from it. It is said that much of the audio in the capture sequences had to be redubbed due to John Wayne's cursing while he was wrestling with the animals. I did find out that one of the little baby elephants from the iconic scene, whose name was Congo, actually died in November 2000 at Dubbo Zoo, and he was the only male elephant in captivity in Australia at the time. So rest in peace, Congo. I can't help but feel that if we had gotten to know each other better, my leaving would actually have meant something. Yeah. yeah right. At the first baseball game, we see Bleeding Gums Murphy making a 26-minute-long performance of the Star-Spangled Banner. Say can you? I'm asking, can you see? This scene instantly made me think of um, that iconic moment in history where Fergie tried to sing the national anthem and it's just great. She really she really puts her puts her heart and soul into it. We'll just say that. so proudly we at the twilight's last gleaming still traumatizes me. It also just sounds like when I was in primary school and I was trying to sing and make my voice sound good. So according to Wikipedia, this little moment was uh, a parody of Marvin Gaye's anthem version at the 1983 NBA All-Stars game. So when I first read that, I thought, okay, did Marvin Gaye spend like 26 minutes long singing it? Um, He didn't. He actually only spent two minutes, which I think is a long time. Um, It's not long for like, a recorded song, but for a stand up anthem that really does drag out. Really fun moment during that performance, actually, if you can find the footage. So just before he went on stage, he was given a pair of dark sunglasses that was courtesy of the NBA, it was kind of like a branding thing. Um, but unfortunately, they didn't realize until he had them on and he was on screen that all of the sunglasses that had LA All Star imprinted on the lenses had been printed back to front. Brian McIntyre, the NBA's public relations director said that it was the most embarrassing moment of his career. So as a last little thing on this episode, um, the baseball team gets its name, the Springfield isotopes. I had a vague idea that isotopes had something to do with a nuclear power plant, or I'm not too sure. Um, and I did try and Google it and I'm going to read word for word and God help you if you understand what this means. So the definition of an isotope, any of two or more species of atoms of a chemical element with the same atomic number and nearly identical chemical behavior, but with differing atomic mass or mass number and different physical properties. Hmm, you know what I Googled? What is an isotope? Easy definition. So I have no idea what it is, but it's um it's a fun little word. So that's good, right? It actually gets its name from English for iso, which means equal, and Greek for topos, which means place, Um, because the isotopes occupy the same place in the periodic table of elements. Cute. All right. (laughs) With that, guys, we come to the end of another episode of Hello, Mr. Burns and uh, episode five, season two, Dancing Homer. Um, So this obviously was a much shorter episode, mainly because like it was really trying to get – what is it? Blood from a stone or water from a stone? Just anything from a stone at this point to try and, you know, get into this episode, but that's okay. Just okay. Not every episode has to be awesome. What's really interesting about this episode is that if you head to any of the um, Simpsons Wikipedia pages, the IMDB page for this one, or um, even Wikipedia for Dancing Homer, they're all really, really, really short because there's very little in this episode. It's all fluff and no depth, which is absolutely me in a nutshell. So maybe that's why I'm feeling a little bit threatened by this episode. You know, I see myself in it a little too much. All right. So for the next episode is uh, season two, episode six. This one's called dead putting society. And this actually is a good one. This is all about miniature golf and, um, Flanders versus Simpsons. So I know absolutely nothing about golf. So I might have to get someone on board to help me. So I'll let you guys know in the week who I'm going to have. Anyway, guys, the next one has a lot more content, I swear. But until then. And so concludes our tale. Good night and keep watching the skis. Uh, Skies.